I'm Brenda. And I'm Christy. We're two friends from high school who are connecting and reconnecting over music and memories. Welcome to Normal Bias Podcast. We're glad you're here. Hey, Normal Biasers. Welcome back to Normal Bias Podcast. Christy and I are here with a special guest. Here on Normal Bias Podcast, Christy and I invite people from our past, our present, and we like to just share them and tell their story and say how they are connected to us. And we love that. And I am excited today because Christy has her best friend from college, I've heard so much about and I'm just so excited to hear how you guys are connected and all the things. Lynn Turpin, welcome to Normal Bias Podcast. Hi. Hey. Lynn's looking a little bit nervous because I didn't (laughs) give her things to prepare. She wanted to have homework for this, but Lynn, you just get to sit and, and just be loved for a little bit. Okay. I like to have a script. (laughs) that's that's what I've learned on our team's meetings I like a script (laughs) (laughs) this would be a good so Lynn tell us about like tell us about we're going to talk about young Lynn but tell us about grown-up Lynn tell us who you are tell us about your people what you do where where you're where you live where you're from I live in Clear Lake Houston basically and I teach kindergarten and um, I have Hannah who's 24 two and Jackson who's nine and then my husband David we have a big dog named Tank and he thinks he's a puppy so he thinks he's a like a giant Jack Russell so when you see him he'll jump like way up high off the ground and so sometimes it kind of hurts but he means well Aww. and Tank is still a puppy is he two years old yes two and a half oh he's almost three two and a half yeah, but still so he's he's growing out of the puppy Supposedly. Well, so Lynn, when we started this whole podcast thing um, a few months ago, Brenda and I each made a wish list of guests. And you were on my wish list just because you're my person. Um, but then we, one of the very, well, we, so we guested on a podcast and they asked me about my, just my attitude. Um, and my view on life. And I told him about, you know, when my dad died and how that changed things and how I learned to, to just live for each day. But I really have been thinking about it a lot. And I, my life didn't, my attitude didn't change in 2010. My attitude changed in 1994. So I'm going to say a little bit about my timeline to 94. And then I'm going to ask you about your timeline to 94. And then I'm going to pick up in 94. So I graduated from North Shore in 92, and I stayed home for a year, um, and then I went to Sam Houston, and I did my freshman year, and I met the guy I would become engaged to, and then my sophomore, and I made the mistake my freshman year, I lived with one of my good friends from high school. She's still, we're still friends, I still love her, but we were not good roommates. So I went into my sophomore year, and I was like, I'm not going to live with a friend anymore. Cause I like, you probably even never met Bethlyn. Like that's how bad it went on my freshman year. I was like, I'm not going to live with friends anymore. I'm done with this. Like, give me a stranger. So I moved into my second year. I moved into a small house that one of the honors houses and they gave me a freshman roommate and I didn't know her from Adam. Sweet girl. We, we've never have been in touch since that year. She's, we were just roommates. Um, and so 
I was part of an organization, a service organization called Rotaract. And um, I, my, we started it my freshman year. And then my sophomore year, I was the one with the binder that got to keep track of community service hours. And I loved it because I'm such a nerd. I had like, <laughs> I had a binder and it was the best. Binders are the best. So yeah, so we, um, you know, student organizations, you would go through student activities and you get assigned a meeting room. And our second year, we had the honor of meeting in the theater downstairs in the Lowman Student Center. And I remember very distinctly, I couldn't tell you what month it was. I know it was the fall of my sophomore year. It was the fall of 94 and I had my binder. And um, we had a Rotaract meeting and it was, we, you know, we had great participation on it and a new girl showed up. <laughs> and she was the cutest thing you've ever seen. She had, I don't know if they were Eastlands or Bass, but you know, the little leather shoes that everybody wore with the shoelaces and then this perfectly scrunched socks and then pressed pleated khaki shorts, like crease, like my dad's work pants creased. And then a sham, I don't know if it's chambray or denim, but it was a shirt. It was a denim color, chambray color, and it was embroidered with dogs. <laughs> And she sort of bounced in and she sat through the meeting and afterwards she came up and talked to me and it was like, you know, like she wanted to be involved. What could she do? And I, it sounds odd to say I fell in love, but I was like, who is this? I love her. And that was it. Like we were, oh, I should back up. So my sophomore year, Denise, our Denise, our Denise came to Sam. So we, I had gone into my sophomore year and I was like, I'm not going to live with friends. I'm not going to hang out with friends. And then one of my high school best friends came to Sam too. So I have, I already have a group, right? It's my high school best friend and my fiance and then my Rotaract friends. And then this girl walks in. So <laughs> Lynn, tell us, you also graduated in 92 from New Brunswick. Yes. You were a yes. unicorn. Go unicorns. Yes. <laughs> Mighty unicorns. Yes. My nephew's a unicorn in New Braunfels right now. Okay. First grade. Yeah. Ira goes to Gracie's school. Oh, oh really? That's so Grace is in first grade. They last year when they had that letter writing project, I sent letters right. to both of them at the same school. And I was like, I reached out to their moms. I was like, you guys, I know both of you. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. I forgot you told me that. Yeah. <gasps> okay, so you graduated in 92 from New Braunfels. Yes. And then I went to um, San Antonio College for two years. And then I needed to, I didn't want to leave home, but I knew I needed to go away so I would stay away from home become my own person. So I chose Sam Houston. I don't really know why, other than I knew somebody who went there at one point. I don't know. And so, um, so, but my goal was I'm kind of a homebody. I'm kind of a loner. I'm kind of afraid to make friends. And so when I went away to college, I was like, okay, this is my time. This is my time to reinvent myself and really put myself out there and do everything that I always have wanted to do. And so, um, so then it was early, it was October, uh, October of the two, 94. And I was like, oh, uh, it's a, a club tied with, with Rotaract. Well, that'll be perfect. And so I went 
and I um and I was all gung ho and I did. I used to iron my t-shirts and everything <laughs> with starch. And now I don't even have an iron or an ironing board. <laughs> oh, yes. Welcome, welcome to my side. <laughs> yes. Yes. So um huh? I did not know that about you. Well, okay, so I did have an iron, but then my mom, my mom's iron didn't automatically shut off, so I gave her my iron, because I was like, I really haven't really used it in forever. <laughs> yeah, that's so, and so, um, so then, um, so then I went to Interact, and I was um, excited to hopefully meet people, and I never, I, and I remember... <laughs> I remember you calling me and I was like, well, why are you, what are you calling for? And you're like, I just wanted to talk to you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so I'm not, yeah, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was fun. But yeah, the outfit still kills me. Oh, I know because it's so perfectly human, but so I'm going to push pause here because, so y'all know I'm the youngest of three. I'm the only girl. Brenda, you're the oldest of two girls. Mm -hmm. Lynn, tell us about your family, like your family, like when you were, you know, in 94, tell us about your family at that time. Hmm. Well, I'm the middle of two, of three girls. And um, so my dad was a publisher in New Braunfels and my mom was teaching middle school in New Braunfels. And my older sister, Lisa, she was at, was she still at Southwest Are in you, St. Marcus? Was or she? had she, I think she was still at Southwest, uh, which isn't Southwest anymore, Texas State, but it was Southwest back then. And then um, Leah was in um, middle school, I guess. And um, so, we, um, all three of us, the, my sisters and I were very different, but we're kind of the same in some ways, but we're so different. Lisa's very much, um, independent. I used to think of her as being so strong and brave and independent, but the more I've gotten to know her as an adult, I realize she's like, we're more the same than I thought, you know, like she's just as scared of things as I am, which I used to not, I used to think she could conquer the world, you know? I still think she could, but she's opened up to me more, so I know how she really feels. And then, um, Leah, um, Leah, uh, Leah's my younger sister, and she, um, she, gets real nervous, I guess, like her hands get sweaty and stuff, and, um, but she can be, she can be a really strong, uh, friendly personality, you know, and so, um, so it's really weird and fun to watch how different we are, and to see how different, like, Christy, you and your family are, how you're the same, but you're so different, uh -huh. you know, and so it's just crazy how we can all be the same, but so different. I think it, it, I would really love how you've touched on that because my sister and I are growing up for sure. I, I noticed more our differences, like we, we butted heads and, and we still do. Um, but I like how you said that you're more alike because 
definitely as adults um, realize how much she is like me. And she, we kind of had a conversation not too long ago too, um, where she, she revealed something. And I just remember looking across at her like, wow, that it just, something just really surprised me in her personality. I was like, I, I did uh-huh. not know that's how you felt. So it, it, it is interesting to have an adult sibling that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that was something, the fact that you mm-hmm. were so close to your family um, and you were so close to your sisters, even though y'all were really different um, and you kind of each had a role at that point, but you guys were so close. And so you and I and Steven and Denise to a point, but we, we just all fit really well together. And I remember you, so it wasn't, I don't know if it was that, it probably was that year, maybe not one, either one of the, one of those Novembers, you took us home for Worst Fest. And, um, and I had, it was like going to like, like utopia, like it was this beautiful home and your family was so fun and they were so happy (laughs) and your dad. So Lynn's dad was a publisher of a newspaper, which in itself was really cool, but he also, he's a big car guy. So he wrote a column about cars. And as part of that, manufacturers would send him cars to drive around and talk about. So they always had wow. like, that's cool. Car, they had cool cars, yeah. they were fun cars. So, and, and I was just shocked when we were there and your dad gave you the keys to whatever car he had that weekend. To drive <laughs> home. And I was like, what? what? Now tell, tell us what did y'all call this? Car column cars. <laughs> Car column no, right about cars. Right about, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, well, see, and it's been so long since I've called it that because people, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, the ride about car, you know, yeah, we drew up one of those. But then people were like, so then it's like, okay, well, it's a car calling car. <laughs> so Your dad I, was an influencer before that was even a thing. You know, yeah. those people who like, oh, look at all this makeup that I was just. Yeah, exactly. Let me test it. Your dad was test driving cars. That's cool. Yeah. Instead of yeah. things I bought in life, he was things I drove in life. But he, so uh-huh. I don't know how I was a grown up, like probably like within the last decade when I realized I always thought you were saying ride about R I D E about oh. cars. Like you just got to write about him. And then I was like, duh, he's a right. writer. Writer. Write about, about it. <laughs> Yeah. So I, like I, that weekend at your house, I was just, your family was awesome. Um, you know, your mom is, you and your mom are very much alike in the best ways as moms, you know, you're silly, you're sweet, you're thoughtful. And it was so cool to get to see you with your parents, with Leah, to see where you fit in your family. Um, And so that I always just treasured time with your family, whatever, you know, whatever it looked like. Um, so we, so I, because of Lynn, I changed my mind. And instead of never living with friends again, that next year, it would have been my junior year, we got our first apartment. And so we had the bright idea that we'd get a two bedroom apartment and we would share it with two other girls. And it was a no brainer that Denise would be the third one. So Lynn and I would share a room and then Denise would share a room with another girl. Well, it, so we... I don't know how we even got the other girl. I think we just picked a girl in Rotaract. I'm like, hey, do you want to live with Denise? So, but 
this time, <laughs> when I think back on that timeline, I'm just, I'm appalled at the, at who I was because I was the worst roommate when, oh, this is okay. So this is a fun part of your story. I can't think about young Lynn without thinking about Charlie. That's who Charlie is. Charlie was my beagle and I got him from on my 12th birthday. My dad came in to wake me up and he said, Hey, let's go get a beagle. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so we went and we drove to, um, I think it was Lindsay, Texas. I don't know why I think that. And, um, to, and I chose, I got to choose which one I wanted. And so I got, um, I chose Charlie because he was the most active, which is the exact opposite of what Charlie was. And so um, he lived with me and he was my buddy for forever. So he, um, he, he was um, a smaller type beagle and he had a cut off tail and he um, was really fat. And so he kind of waddled and he was really, really lazy, which suit me just fine. And um, so <laughs> he, um, but he, so he stayed at home when I first went away to school. And then when we moved into our apartment, um, he came to live with me. And so he, um, he was, he was, he was a big part of me, which is crazy to say for a dog now that I no. look back at it, but he was a big part of me. And then, um, so he went to college with me. He started teaching with me. So yeah, he was my buddy. So for 16 years, I think. It was a long time. Yeah. That he, is a long he, time. Charlie had a good life. So we, um, Stephen and I had gotten a dog that spring. And so we had Lynn's older dog and then we had a puppy. And I, I think it's funny because I was so like adamant that everybody, you know, pay what they owed and stuff. But I don't think we paid any extra, even though there was two of us and two dogs in the apartment. Mm. So, well, and you know, Nowadays, like Hannah is in an apartment nearby and she has to pay all these different fees like pet rent and I don't know what else, but the pet rent through me because she's paying a deposit, but she also has to pay a pet rent for a cat. For a cat. There <laughs> <laughs> better be some cat. So She's really, she's a really sweet cat. She's really sweet. Her name's Honey and Hannah's always wanted to get a cat. And yeah, she's a really good cat for Hannah. That makes That's sense. so cute. Okay. So I want to, I want to go back to you a little bit and then we'll go forward again because this is like such a, a, a narrow time in our life. So you, I think Prior to you, I was always such a critical and competitive friend, and I was definitely, um, I definitely had a very negative perspective. I think I hid it better than a lot of people do, but I, I know that's how I was in my heart. Um, and so then came you, and you, like the first word that came to mind would be silly, because you you were just really good at diffusing tense situations with like, you were kind of like Chandler, look at me, look at me. But, uh, but you, could I be any more silly? Uh, you were just good. Love at you so much already. Um, and you like, so, so much of who I am down to my tattoo, down to the things that I say and the things that we celebrate and the way that we celebrate are you. So tell me, 
I, I have on an entire dresser full of pictures and cards and stuff. And every card, every note I've ever gotten from Lynn, you signed with a heart with a happy face in it. Where'd that come from? I think it because when you know how like sometimes you need to say you love somebody but you don't love them you know <laughs> like that way and so if you put a, a smiley face in it then it's just a you know it's just a happy I love you it's not I love you I want to <laughs> I love you ish <laughs> was that a you thing or was that your mom or your sisters or was it something you all did where'd that come from that, that was me that was just me Oh, that makes it even better because all these years I thought I stole it from your family. I'm just glad I stole it from you. I don't know. And I don't remember when exactly it's, I started doing that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I just can't remember when I started. I bet Lisa would know. <laughs> I don't know. She didn't, she didn't always pay attention to me back then. <laughs> is Le Lisa your mom? Lisa is my older oh, sister. Lisa, that's so back right. then, I was the one with the good memory. However, that's starting to fade. <laughs> well, we're old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not as old as Brenda, but we're old. Not as old as me, no. I'm always the oldest. I'll be 48 <laughs> next month. Yay. Oh, see? And Lynn just turned? 47. Awesome. So mm -hmm. see, we're the same. The same. For mm -hmm. a month. Yep. Yay. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay so Lynn one of the things that we do when we um, when we have a guest on is we, we read a list of words that make us think about the guest and so the last friend that I recorded with I had to really edit her list because I didn't want to talk about any of the hard parts of her life but with you it's the exact opposite because I was thinking I've been making a list of all the things that are from you so um when I think about you, I think about, um, I always, when in my head, in my heart, like you've always been my Lynn in that it's just, you're just my person. And that um, you were my person long before Yang was Meredith's person. <laughs> you are my person. Um, you brought so much color to my world that like, like you know, you, people talk about things being gray and then the sun coming in, but you, you weren't just a ray of sunshine. You were like, a ray of sunshine and double shot of rainbow. It was like, it went from just like, you know, like a Monday to like, it's Monday. That's how, you, that's what life with you was like in college. Um, and you, on a lot of levels, I have this down lower on my list, but you inspired my decorating today. You taught me that you can decorate with whimsy and you can incorporate your story into the way that you decorate your house and stuff. But you also, brought something that James would probably like to kick you for <laughs> because you helped me determine my aesthetic, which would be like when we bought this house, my goal was if Punky Brewster and Rainbow Bright were roommates. And what was the first thing we did in our first apartment? Do you remember? We changed something. Hold on, I can't think. I remember the first night I was alone, I had to change a light bulb and it was it was broken, so I had to go get a potato and then it blew up. <laughs> That's what I think of the first. What's the first thing we did? We probably painted a think about I painted a TV stand. Oh, did, we got a rainbow ceiling fan and a rainbow telephone. 
We did. We had like a slimline phone, but it was one of the, it wasn't the swatch one, but it was the clear with all the stuff. So like, it was like our side of the apartment looked like, I don't know, Toys R Us threw up. And then their side of the apartment was very like, you know, it was very nice, but it was very like, you know, there was death like real people. Yeah, they were like, and we were like, wouldn't it be fun? So that was, <laughs> you yeah. brought a lot of color into my world. And with Charlie, like you, just the way that you love Charlie, it was fun to see somebody. Charlie was just part of the gang. He, Charlie, like to this day, I can hear Charlie in my head. I can hear him kind of like snuffling, breathing. And <laughs> his, he didn't bark as much as he just bayed. Yeah. High so. <laughs> yeah. points of a beagle. Um, when you, Casey for years has tried really hard to convince me that she is my favorite, but we all know <laughs> who's my favorite. Who's my favorite. And that's all you're my favorite. No, you're my favorite. Like that's, we've always been favorites. And so I feel like you laid the foundation, like the things that make me a fun, made me a fun auntie, make me a fun mom. A lot of that comes straight from my friendship with you. Um, I'm pretty sure love you big is from you. I don't think that's from me. I don't think that I, that is started with me. Oh, really? I don't know, but I, I know that was always started. you. I don't know, but it started with you. So maybe I just really did love you big, but that's that when I think about love you, big, <laughs> I think about you. Um, so Lynn taught me about happies, which has been, is just such a part of my personality now. So Lynn, tell us what's a happy. A happy is a gift just because I was thinking of you and I thought, oh, this will be perfect and it'll make you happy. I love those. So it's not, and I don't, you know, your what you said, you were going to ask me where it came from, and I don't really know. You just, that was just Lynn, like it was, and it was always, you know, Lynn, you have the best handwriting, and so it was always like you'd get a happy and then it would be a note, and even if it was a note on a post-it, it was like art because her handwriting is so cute. And then the little happy heart that she signs with, but you taught me that and you taught me how to be generous. Like you didn't overtly teach me like, Hey, this is how you can be generous, but you taught me by example and you, um, with the gifts and stuff. And when we say gifts, it wasn't like, you do give nice gifts, you give great gifts, but it was more like, like for you, for years, if I saw a moon pie, I'd pick up a moon pie because there was like three months that you ate moon pies and grape soda for breakfast every day. And yeah. you lost like 25 pounds. I still haven't quite figured that out. Yeah. A happy is just a, hey, I was thinking, it really is just a, hey, I was thinking about you. Um, but you taught me to listen to people because, and not just listen, like, you know, like in a conversation exchange, but you taught me to listen because people will really tell you like who they are what they need, what they want. And if you, if you become a good listener, then the happies and the gifts and the showing up at the right time become, it's all part of it. You taught me what true selflessness looks like. Um, and you probably weren't even aware of it. You probably just did it because it's who you are. So, but that was, so I'm, I'm, I'm determined to just talk and not like, like break down and like ugly cry or anything. So um, I, my next one is straight up from friends, because even though it's meant to be in a boy and a girl, you've been my lobster for years. You're my lobster. I know James is my lobster, but you're my lobster. <laughs> um, and you are the words that are just yours. You are loyal. You're a cheerleader. You're strong. Um, we, I, 
think it's interesting that you touched on Lisa's strength because I think <clears throat> you leaned on Lisa's strength. I leaned on Lisa's strength, but the truth of it is you're more like her than you realize too. She wasn't mm. the only strong one. So <laughs> that was you too. It still is you. You're so thoughtful. You're selfless. You're honest. Um, and one of the things I love about you is your honesty. And as you've gotten older, you've learned to temper that with maybe waiting. Like maybe I say something stupid today and you tell me later, or maybe <laughs> you're just like, Hey, that was stupid. But um, your honesty really has gotten me through some sticky things over the years. You are one of those people you're good at showing up. Like you just big or small. If it's just, you taught me that it's okay just to show up and just be there. Um, and now because of distance and because of family and all the things, a lot of times for me, you show up in a text when I need it most, or you show up in a text when you think I might need it. Like if you know something's going on or you feel like something may be going on. Um, so you still show up for me and you, that first year that we lived together, you introduced me to my very favorite tradition ever, birthday donuts. <laughs> yes. 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 Was that, no, was that what your dad did for you or did he do the morning glory muffins for you? No, my, I don't, it wasn't, or my dad would take us like, like on Saturday morning to go get donuts sometimes, but it wasn't a birthday thing. And um, the morning, mom would make the morning glory, morning glory muffins, but it wasn't, I don't know where we, I don't know how we started birthday donuts. But there, you. I don't know. And so, but I probably just a good excuse to go get donuts as a grown up, <laughs> you know, as well, a grown up. <laughs> that's something that you did that, like when you got Hannah, so you, you had a child, a three-year-old, four-year-old child. So Hannah was in kindergarten, I think when Casey was born, right? She, or four, no, no, she was, she was, yes, she was at, at Woodforce Baptist. So she, um, you had a preschooler when we had a baby, but we got to, you really taught me how to be a parent. Um, and I know that you counted on Lisa a lot because Lisa had a, a son a year older than Hannah, but I learned a lot about parenting from you. Um, just the way that you talked to Hannah, the way that you worked through things with her and a lot of the things that you did as a parent and you do as a parent with Hannah and Jackson, I do with my kids like that. You taught me, I'll never forget the first time I heard you at my parents' lake house or the beach house. You said, Hannah was kind of being a three-year-old and you said, look, you can be tired, but you can't be grumpy or you can be, you know, like if we were out and she had low blood sugar, you'd say you can be hungry, but you can't act grumpy or you can't talk to me like that. And you, so you would always help her pinpoint what she was feeling, but also decide how she acted about it. Um, and I love, that's one of the very best parenting things I've ever seen. Um, you, the plaque that's in my kitchen, that it's at the little things in life that make living so grand, that's from you, but also that's your philosophy, whether you know it or not, that was your philosophy and that you taught that to me, that it's the little things that make up a life. It's not just the big moments, the big vacations, the big sexy stuff. It's just the little everyday things that can be special. Um, and then we, a hard part, we have a couple of hard parts in our story. Um, we, that year, in one year, in just a couple of months, 
your parents got divorced, your sister broke up with her fiance or her very serious boyfriend. I ended my engagement to Steven. Um, a lot happened all at once. And then we brought, I brought James into the mix soon after. Like I broke up with Steven and James and I were together at the end of April. We had already been friends, but he was like, then it was like I switched. So Lynn went from being a part of the three of us with me and Steven and she and Steven were very in sync and they were very good friends and y'all are still Facebook friends and stuff, right? I don't know. Does that, I mean, I don't know if you're actually friends or you're just friends on Facebook. You don't know? I don't know who's going to listen to this. Nobody. How do you know? <laughs> I guarantee you Steven's not listening. Well, I think we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> he and I are friends on Facebook. We actually talked Friday. Um, so we I have haven't. <laughs> Keep smiling. So Lynn is, um, Lynn is, because of the way that everything shook out, Lynn is very much my friend. So even though she did everything with me and James and we all did things together and we, like, we did all the things together. She even lived with us for a few weeks when we started teaching. So, um, and that's kind of a fun part of the story, but that's one of the things over the years of like, in hindsight, because of the way that things went down with my last relationship and because of, you know, James coming into the picture so soon and there was no like, Hey, would this be okay with you? It's just like, Hey, there's a new guy. He's always going to be around. Um, and so I think part of that, and then part of it is you were my person. And so you had been my best friend and you knew me and you knew my family. And Lynn was just as much a part of things as I was like with Ronnie's kids and um, with Keely and Reagan. And she was just Lynn. She was just Auntie Lynn, like to them too. And so then we have this guy. Well, at that point, Reagan wasn't around, but with Keely when they came back. But um, so it's, you have always been my friend. You're friends with me. And you see what I'm saying? Like, like Melissa was our friend because she and James and I mm -hmm. did stuff together. That's how we became friends. But you were my friend. And then James came in. And then I, because I guess immaturity, um, so you and I, our relationship never changed. And then we started, we actually got to teach together. So when we, when I went back, when James and I moved to Houston to spring and then, um, the school where I taught ended up being a lot bigger than they thought it was going to be. So they needed more teachers. And so Lynn was able to come and teach and move to Houston which made, ever, made all of us so happy. Um, and you actually lived with us for a while. Mm -hmm. but, I lived for you probably a month. It was until I, got my, until I got paid. Well, I think it was that. And then remember at the end of six weeks, they leveled the classes and then they hired you for sure instead of just as a long-term sub. Wasn't, it was, oh. but, I, thought I, got, I thought I was hired automatically. No, you were a long-term yeah. sub. They had to, but no, they, but we knew they were going to hire you. Was this at Harvard? uh-huh yeah so lynn and i actually so our what was it that september you lived with us in spring and we would lynn and i would drive in together every morning um and lynn at the time you drove a chevy lumina which at that time was a, like a pretty big car compared to my sad little car and we tropical storm francis flew in and we and hannah was born yes yeah, so we and this was a friday and we um 
we, it's, it's been raining all night. We lived in spring and for some reason, Lynn and I thought it would be fine if we got in the car, cause we used to leave like at five 30, it was pitch black. And if you can imagine going down Aldine Westfield. So we drove to work in a tropical storm. Not only did we drive to work in a tropical storm, we drove through water. We could not see the road. And there was at one point that we like got off on a driveway, like at a storage unit. I don't know how we didn't drown or like ruin your car. So we finally got to work and then we just spent the day like calling parents and sending kids home. And then we had to drive home in it again. And no, we, we stayed with your mom. Did we? I remember yes, because oh, I remember I was talking to my family about Hannah being born. Oh, because they were in Cal your mom was in California with her, huh? No, she. My mom was didn't leave until later, so that she and Hannah, Leah, and her husband could have that that time. But um, I think my mom went like a couple days after that. But yeah, um, but yeah, that was very that was young naive and oh my gosh my students will never survive without me <laughs> but I think but don't you think like when I think about like young us like those are the kinds of stories that kind of bubble up to the top like we were so dumb we didn't know how dumb we were but we had a great time right. doing all of it yeah I great time like I, I I was happy I was happy but it was um so yeah and I remember because we had just gotten flip phones and actually, I may not have even have had a flip phone yet, but I remember because the, like, some, did I have one? I don't know, but I remember we had cell phones when you went to California when Hannah was born, because that was the first time I ever used a cell phone was at the air airport when we picked you up. I didn't go to the, I didn't, maybe I went it when she, in November. I was going to say you went that fall because we okay. went, I remember at the airport because we were like at that point, like on a weekend, we were always, we always wore the same uniform. We were old Navy overalls and white t-shirts so you look better than at that point but we um so my parents that day of the tropical storm I remember them coming up to the school so we could use their cell phones for some reason I don't know it doesn't make any sense now I don't know I don't know but yeah so we so we got to teach together and we had some overlapping students and we you are one of my favorite funny stories is because of you and open house so Lynn lived with me and James. I share that a lot too. <laughs> okay, so I have to ask you this because I put a piece together. Was it Sarah's mom? Blonde Sarah, do you remember? No, no, it was Rachel's mom. Okay, because if it was Sarah's mom, I ended up working with her and I was like, that would have been funny. Okay, uh, so open house, Lynn's, Lynn is a first grade teacher and I'm a resource teacher. And we, of course, you know, we're 23, we're best friends, we're always in each other's rooms, we're always talking, we're always together, we live together, we dress the same, we talk the same. Um, a lot of the kids at our school, um, kind of, it was kind of, <laughs> miss, are you sisters? I think because, yeah, because we have the same skin color. I'll just say it in a, <laughs> let me just put that out there. Um, so at Open House, one of Lynn's, students comes into my room she's not one of my students but she comes in with her mom and her mom's like yeah so I guess Rachel does she have dark hair mm -hmm. okay yeah. I remember that's funny I remember her all this all these years later so her mom comes into the room and she's like so Rachel says you and Miss Sullins are best friends it's like yes ma'am and she says <laughs> you guys ride together and she and Yes, and she said, and she says, you guys live together? <laughs> and I 
And I said, yes, ma'am. And I'm just talking and I'm like totally not picking up what she's laying down. And then finally she says, so are you married? And I said, oh yes, I am married to a man. And she was like, okay. And that was it. Like, that's all she wanted to know. But I was like, not that there's anything wrong with that lady. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, like if I was going to marry somebody, I mean, it, it would have been Lynn. We know this. Right. That we were not married. Oh, well, I love kids. Ugh. I don't think no. it was a kid. I think it was her mom just trying to make sure there was nothing like weird going on. No. Yeah, sure. But I just, you know, I don't know. imagine the things they go home and say, <laughs> they come to school and say it. <laughs> I, I'm the I'm a front desk receptionist at these elementary school here in my neighborhood. So, love me some elementary school kids. <laughs> you must have lots of patience to deal with all the parents. Thank you. <laughs> um, yes, it's it's a lot. And the teachers, of course. It's a lot, but I do it. It's fun. I love it. Good. Okay, so I'm um, trying to think. So Lynn, I do ha I do have a question for you because one of the things, well, I'm gonna say something that I'm gonna tell you my question is. Um, so one of the things I was thinking about, I was thinking about you and our friendship and stuff because prior to you and with my other friends, I was very competitive and very critical and not a great friend at all. But with you, I know I have my faults and to this day and I know that I messed up, but I don't feel like you and I were ever competitive. It was like when, when you and I became friends, it was like, you were just my person. Like it was, it was us against the world. Um, but I don't know. I never, I don't know that I've ever asked you about your friends before me. Like how did you know how to be such a good friend? Oh, Okay, so first of all, I'm the least competitive person. So that probably totally rocked your competitive boat thing. And so, um, but that's also why we can't play games together. Because you want to like really play. And I'm like, oh, let's just play to have fun. We don't have to follow the rules. <laughs> and so, and, um, so um, when I was in, right before I started ninth grade, we moved from Paris, Texas to Clear Lake. And so, and that was a really, really, really hard move for me because I had lived in Paris, Texas around the same people forever. And so, um, you know, of course, I'm also like, you know, 15, I guess, 14. And so I'm also, you know, so much fun to anyways. And so, um, uh, like my mom used to call me her challenge because I was, you know, I, I guess I was more emotional and I like to talk back and, you know, all that fun girl stuff. And so, um, so I, we moved and I was of course devastated. And so then, but I made a, some really good friends at our church youth group. And, um, like I would always, like, they'd ask me to go do stuff and I'd be like, no, that's okay. You know, because I never thought, I guess I didn't feel like worthy, you know, like of these new people and I was so, um, uncomfortable. And so, um, and so when I moved from, so then, okay. So then in the middle of my junior year, we moved from Clear Lake to Gibraltar. 
And so I remember they told my group of friends said, okay, Lynn, you have to promise if someone asks you to do something, you don't say no. And so I was like, okay. And so that kind of stuck with me as far as like, you know, um, you can't, if you say no, you're not going to have people, you're not going to have memories, you're not going to have experiences, you know, you're just going to be. And so I think that helped a lot with making me, you know, embrace it and have fun with what I'm doing. Um, but I, I had really good friends in um, elementary school and middle school, but I had friends in high school and they were really good friends. They were really good friends. And then, but then I think you're probably the longest best friend I've ever had because I can call you and you can tell me um, straight up exactly what it's like. You know, you don't hide things. You don't, you tell me the truth, but you tell it in a constructive way. But it's, it's just so, you know, and I can call you up anytime. It doesn't matter if I haven't spoken to you or seen you in, you know, what, a year and a half. I can still call you if I need anything or if I need advice or if I need to run something by you. And I think that's, it's such a breath of fresh air. I mean, I've totally gone off the subject, but you know, I'm sitting here listening to all the stuff you're saying about me. And I think about how much I have changed and how much I wish I hadn't changed because that sounds like so much more fun. But then when I'm here at home and nobody else cares if we celebrate every single thing, then it kind of gets old, you know? And then, so David's like, okay, we'll do whatever you want, Lynn. Well, I don't want to do whatever. I, wanted, I want you to have to do it too. <laughs> you know, and so, I mean, because Hannah's the same way. Hannah's like, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> I totally, like, totally. I, like, what you just said about friendship and about, you know, like, calling each other anytime, like, it, like that, that is the same for me, and it's, um, there's something just just to know that you exist somewhere in this world and that if I mean you know I've, I've thought about it James does some kind of dumb stuff sometimes and I'm like if something happens to him like I would call you first so you could be here like I know Ronnie I know my brothers would come but I, I would need to give you a head start so you could take care of Jackson, Jackson and get here because I would need you just to sit here with me um, and that's like, that's, that's never, I know any time of day or night, I can call you and you'll be here. Um, and you have, I mean, you, you have been all these years. So I think it's important for me. So we, um, you know, we, we taught together. We were best friends. I never quit being your best friend though, to learn how to be James's best friend. So that's mm. part of, you know, part of James and me, part of our love story is that we were friends first, but I never let him be my best friend. Um, I had to, Lynn and I, I basically broke up with Lynn for almost a year. Um, and it is to this day, one of the hardest things I have ever walked through. And so, you know, the rest of the world is like mourning 9-11 and I'm mourning because it's 9-11 and I can't talk to Lynn about it. Like I know a Bible study, they got so sick of me saying, you know, talking about how much I missed you, but we needed to be apart and it was horrible, but at the same time, we needed to figure out who we were. And so, um, 
then when we came back together, when you got Hannah, and it was like, it was a no brainer. Like when you got Hannah, I was like, okay, we'll be there. And that like, I can remember Hannah, we still live in the Heights. At that time, I remember, I, I'm pretty sure that Hannah, we watched Hannah when you had your first date with David. Like that was just. Yes, yes you, uh, and yes. Cause it was um, the first time we went, yeah. <laughs> Is there the a story? First time, no, it was the first time we double dated. With, with Amanda. Amanda. His cousin. We we taught with David's cousin, and this sweet girl introduced Lynn to her cousin, who turned out to be this great guy. Aww. So yeah, and so then, after the first date, I was like, "Yeah, he's nice." You know, I mean, it didn't like he didn't like try to touch me or kiss me or anything. Which <laughs> <laughs> was a deal breaker for Lynn on a first date. And I was like, and so, and so then, <laughs> so then he called. And we went out again, and I was like, was that the time? No. Okay, so the first time when I went out with Amanda, you watched her, and then I came home alone (laughs) 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 to get get Hannah, and yeah. And then the second date, I was like, oh, I can't find a sitter, (laughs) because I was like, hmm. And and (laughs) it was going to go to the Titanic exhibit and so we just he was like oh she can come out with us too and I was like okay he's not gonna touch me anyway (laughs) thanks for being a gentleman David Turpin and so as it should be (laughs) I know right Casey Clara yes (laughs) well there's a reason that David is your forever you know why because he's just your guy he's just the one for you I know. Right. He really is. He really is. He's everything I need now. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yep. He's, um, yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting that, you know, you say, you know, your struggles at the beginning of the year, at the beginning of your marriage and that sort of thing is kind of finding where you fit, Mm -hmm. you know, how you fit together. Like when David and I were first together, I remember it was so hard. And then I remember talking to Elizabeth about it, and she said, that's how it is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then once she got, she was like listing all these people that had been gotten married and how hard it was. And then when she got married, then I was able to remind her of what she said. <laughs> so it is hard. And it's, I like, I, I think it's, I've been really honest with um, Casey about our friendship because Casey, you know, she grew up seeing me having, she always had an Auntie Lynn in her life. Um, and, you know, up until, I would say really up until Jackson, when you needed to be closer to home, like y'all were always here or we were always there. Um, and so it like Casey was, yeah, I mean, so we, like she, Lynn was just always a part of things just as much as my brothers and my sisters-in-law. Um, but she, I think it was hard for her to understand like in middle school because she, she is more like you Lynn. She's very introverted and all of the things, but she didn't have an auntie Lynn. And I tried to explain to her, I had best friends in middle school and high school, but I wasn't a good friend until you. Um, and I'm not saying that I was a good friend. I learned how to be a good friend from you. And so that's what I've told Casey is like, you know, you'll find your Lynn when it's time. 
And it feels so weird because I feel like I learned so much from you, you know? Like you always said thank you for every little thing. <laughs> you always made me feel appreciated, even if it was just, you know, not getting toothpaste on the mirror, you know, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. not really a thing, but. Well, it probably was for me. Yeah. Well, yes, it probably was, but I probably was, I tried to keep it clean. <laughs> it did really well, but I, I can't even imagine now as a grown-up, like living with someone that said, Brenda, I was very like, I liked things my way. Like there's no nice way to put it. I know it's shocking. I like how she says, I, I liked. <laughs> so, you know, you're not like that now. <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't yelled at anybody this week about leaving flip-flops next to the shoe bin. So, yeah. So, but Lynn, I, um, I, I made a list of things that you have taught me about friendship and I've, I've written about our friendship and I've written about the time that we had to be apart. And I, I realized, um, as a young person, like I became not a good friend to you, but kind of a foul weather friend. Like I was there when you needed something or when you were in trouble, but I wasn't a good friend, an easy friend to be around, like when things were good. Um, and so I think we kind of like, we kind of got into like an unhealthy place before we broke up. And then when we got back together, I think we've done, we've both done a really good job of kind of, I don't, I don't think we've ever been as in each other's business as we were as young women, but mm -hmm. what we have is perfect for me because you're always there. I know you're always there, but I also don't need to like make sure that you're always happy or like that sounds so selfish to be like I don't really have to tend this friendship for it to grow like we're, I guess maybe our friendships like a really cute succulent you know it's like awesome and it makes me happy that it's there but if I forget to water it then it'll it'll probably be okay just throw some water on it and go so it's a mature relationship <laughs> and it definitely it, you know it I had to learn how to be James's best friend. And that, you know, at the end of our second year of marriage, we, we just talked about that this, this, we talked about it this morning. And then this morning, my Facebook memory was, uh, I saw was that. that. And I was like, well, that's kind of crazy. Um, because the stuff about Miss McWhorter, our first year of teaching, telling me that the squeaky wheel gets the grease. I had just told that story to somebody Friday. So it was like all the things that have kind of been on my mind were in that's that again. Yeah. So it's kind of cool, but so I have to learn how to be James's best friend because we really, at the end of our second year of marriage, like I knew what, when I left, what, what furniture I was taking. Um, and we talked this morning, we walked through, we had gone to my parents' house and, um, my mom and dad basically said, y'all need to go talk. You just, you need to go figure out what you're going to do. And we, we drove to Baytown for some reason to go to Outback, which super like, serious. We never got out of the car. We just stayed in the car. We just drove. And it was, we talked about, you know, what the ground rules, rules would have to be for us to stay together, that we weren't going to say you always this or you never that. We wouldn't name call. Um, and he, and James asked me, he said, do you want to be with anybody else? And I said, no. And he said, I don't either. And that was it. Like that was like, it's not exciting. It's not, but that's when our marriage, like it was like, we, we didn't just kind of back up slowly from the edge. We just turned around and walked away from it. And, mm. um, and so, and then it would be another year where we kind of went on and you and I had the same relationship and then you and I took a year off and figured out who we were 
without each other, which was not something that I would have chosen, but I, I think it's what we needed. Um, so it's been really sweet to be friends as grownups and to have all of the great memories we have, but then also to, I think we're healthier friends than we were at the yes. beginning of our teaching careers um, because we're, be we're both better. So, yes. and that's what, like to hear you say that, you know, like it sounds fun to be that way. To me, you're still that person because when you and I sit down, it's still fun. You still make me laugh. You still make me think about, you just like, you're just everything that's important to me. And you, when I'm talking to you, whether it's about something big or small, it's like, you're just, in a lot of ways, you're home. You're a home base for me. And it won't matter how old and crazy we get because you will get crazy. I probably won't, but you I won't. know. Casey says I'm already crazy. But. Well, just think, do you think you're going to become your mom or your dad? Crickets. <laughs> so I think, I think I'm going to become my mom. Like, I have to really fight against the harder parts of my mom, that critical, that, um, but there are a lot of parts of my mom that I wouldn't mind being more like, but it is, you know, it's, it's hard because we like a lot of, as I've gotten older and as I've kind of looked at boundaries and looked at healthy relationships and like my family, where I came from and why things were the way they were. Um, I've seen a lot of things that I don't want to do. And when I look, yeah. when I look at you and I think that was part of, I don't I don't have any better words that don't sound like I love you but that, that was part of the attraction I think for me was that you had such an awesome family and you had such great relationships with them um and I know that things would change for y'all a lot um but you that glimpse of you with your mom I wanted to be like that with my daughter you know seeing you with Hannah I wanted to be like that with my daughter and to have you there through our pregnancy with Casey through you know all the things you know you were there you were everything for our wedding you were everything with Casey like Lynn packed our you packed Casey's backpack and literally oh, yeah. you created and so for I did that for Jennifer Brenda's sister-in-law when she had Preston our godson, because you taught me how to do that. So Lynn, the best baby present I've ever gotten hands down, Lynn ordered us a backpack in our favorite color with Casey's name embroidered on it. It was Land's End. Um, and you filled it with everything that a diaper bag should have down to a bag of quarters um, for when you needed to get a Coke or something. Um, sanitizer, which at that time, nobody used hand sanitizer, lotion, chapstick, um, everything like the little plastic bags. Like this was, you know, 18 years ago, we didn't have the kind of stuff that we had even when Noble was born and Jackson was born. Um, mm -hmm. so it was just, so it was the most thoughtful thing in everything. When we went to the hospital to have Casey, Lynn <laughs> bought James pajamas cause she knew it would be cold at the hospital. And like you packed water for us and like you did all these things. That was just what being your friend was like. Like you, you just brought the life with you everywhere. So and that's like, nobody else can ever be that for us, but I want to be that for our kids. So 
that's because of you. Thank you. Thank you. I needed to hear that this week. Okay. I love you. But I'm going to tell you what I've learned about friendship from you, Lynn. It's just been in the last few years that I don't think of you as Lynn Sullins automatically, even though you've been <laughs> So you taught me how to just show up. You taught me to be honest, like to really be honest with someone instead of just letting it fester. Even if you have to hold your tongue until you're not mad about it, if you have to say it later, uh, to be honest, you taught me that it's important to laugh a lot um, and it's okay to cry if you need to. You taught me how to listen, not just to what people say, but to what they do. Um, you taught me how to celebrate the little things and then also how to celebrate the big things big. And you taught me to take turns, but never to keep track. Like, um, you know, like going out to dinner or grabbing a Coke at Sonic or whatever. Like just, if you're there, do it and it'll all shake out. It doesn't matter if Lynn pays twice in a row and we pay once or she, whatever, it will all shake out. Like you taught me to not keep score. I think to take turns, but not keep scores. Maybe I'm gonna write that down. Don't keep. <laughs> um, I really, I love what you talked about, about your friends and what they made you do when you went to New Braunfels, because I couldn't have articulated that. But one of the things that I learned from you was to say yes. To say yes. Well, you know, when I tell my mom that story, she's like, some things you say no to. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, what? That lesson sank in because you taught it to me. Um, and you taught me to pay attention to people and you taught me that love can hurt. Um, like when you truly love somebody, you hurt when they hurt. Um, and when you love someone, you hurt when you hurt them. Um, but that it's all worth it. Like I would not trade any of the hard days. I wouldn't trade all of the hard days for one of the happy days. I think it's all part of our, it's all part of who we are. It's all part of who we're going to be. Um, but yeah, like I would not be, when uh, Alicia and Trio asked me to kind of backtrack and talk about where I got my outlook on life, I talked about when my dad was sick and how things changed for me then, but really to tie it up neatly for Brenda, before you, Lynn, there was not, there was no B side. I did not know how to look for the bright side. There was just the A side and it was the type A side and you taught me how to look for the bright side. So. And that's kind of like, if I had a brand, that would be my brand. <laughs> and that like, so, and I like down to, so my, you can't see it right now because of the time, like, ooh, you can't see it, but on my Wait, I see something. Yeah. It's, I can only see it because I know it's there. Yeah. And so it's, it's invisible. I have, I got Lynn's happy heart. So when I started my own business, I, when I met Lynn, um, Hallmark stores were a thing. And I was determined that one day I would own my own Hallmark store and I would just call it happy. And my dream would be if Lynn was my partner. Um, but I wanted to just have a store for happies. And then, so I appropriated Lynn's happy heart when it was time I started making t-shirts and stuff back in like 2012. Um, when did you have Jackson? 11, 2011. So maybe before that, I started. A I don't know. I think I think you making shirts for Jackson is what put you out of business. <laughs> it was fun though. So, 
Yeah, so I started between Noble and Jackson. I started making shirts and stuff, and I named that business A Little Happy, um, and it's Lynn. And so my, like, A Little Happy is just my thing. And I have, so I have a happy heart tattoo that's all Lynn. I have um, one year for Christmas, James had a silversmith make me a happy heart. He had an iron worker, like, outside my window. There's a giant iron happy heart that used to hang on our front porch. So it's like you're everywhere, and, like, I don't. I, the happy heart reminds me um, to remember only love today, um, but it, it's it's that, but it's also it's because of you, and it's about loving people well. So that's all you. Thank you. Even though your stinky boys that live in your house may not always appreciate the birthday donuts, I and know the cute dish towels and the fun plates. I know. So Lynn and Brenda, Lynn is just her you had good stuff when we were young you always had good stuff you had red polka dot plates or you had red plates you had cute stuff you always had the cutest stuff and I you had me at the chambray shirt with the monogram on it I'm like oh. no it's dogs it was embroidered dogs dogs Do uh. yeah let me tell you so cute Christy, that's what's funny is because I always thought you had cute stuff. You always have like a cute little soap bottle in the in your window at the, your kitchen and, you well, know, cute little. That's copying you. Mm -hmm. so, and I, you know, um, I was, so Lynn, you do time hop. I do Facebook memories every day. But one, uh, two days ago, I had one of my blog posts called Dear 23-Year-Old Me came up. And 23-year-old me mentions you um, and in the sense that, do you have it hanging up in this house? Or was it just, I don't know if you brought it to this house or not, but you had a little embroidered thing that said you can choose to be right or you can choose to be happy. Do you still have that up? No, I don't know where it is. It might have gotten lost in the big turpin flood of 2017. Mm. That wasn't a really flood. Our stuff was in storage too long and it got moldy and ratty. Oh. But it was because our we moved into our house and so the the dishwasher wasn't hooked because the Lowe's guy was gonna bring the new one. And when David came to let the Lowe's guy in, there was water pouring out everywhere. So it really wasn't I shouldn't have even brought it up. <laughs> it's like a whole other episode. <laughs> There's like 40 things that we're not talking about that I want to talk about, but that's one of the things because like to me, part of you, young you was your cute stuff. So this was at the time of Harvey that they, that their brand new house flooded Brenda. So they had to go, they had to get out of their rent house. So they lived in a friend's bay house while their new house was renovated, but waiting for contractors and stuff with Harvey and all of the people like that, you know, like y'all were not first in line to get help. Um, and so it was a, it was a thing. And then when they finally did get to move into their house, all, most of Lynn's stuff had been damaged in storage. So it was a, it was a, it was like you had been so patient waiting and then your stuff was ruined. So it's, I think there's a whole lot to that, that I know it's easy to say from this side of the screen that it's just stuff, but it was your stuff, but you you have, so you've created a beautiful home probably a little bit more minimalist than it would have been. 
it's amazing how you can accumulate accumulate things all over again. <laughs> I haven't been over in like two years, so I mean, it like oh. I have no idea what it, when I came last time. It was very like, wow, everything is just so bare, well, simplistic. Sim I simplified. It was classy though. It was nice, but so, it, was, it was very grown up. I was like, where, like, where's like the, you know, the bicycle lamp and all this like little whimsical I know. I know, I know. So yeah, I don't. Um, I yeah, that I, was nice to simplify for a little while. Not worry about all the clutter. You always have a spot for everything. I don't. That's okay though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have to live make it anymore. Way. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. okay, so I have one more fun thing to say, and then I'm going to tell you our song, um, Brenda. But one of my favorite memories of Lynn, so one of the hard things, that, like Lynn's parents, I thought were just like perfection. Um, and we, your dad, when we moved into our apartment, I don't know at what point he did it, but he bought Lynn a, a brand new Sony, like not even like the cheap stuff that we have. He bought her a brand new Sony TV and a Sony VCR in this awesome container store, like thing to put it all on just so we could record friends because we miss friends every Thursday because of Rotaract. Do you remember that? Oh. I remember that. So it was like, we had like, we had this like, you know, like hand-me-down furniture from Timmy and Penny and then this awesome TV. So That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he got it. It was funny because remember we couldn't turn it off because it would be fuzzy. Like once it hit the one year mark, it was like <laughs> you know what? But up until then it was like like I just remember like your dad gave the best gifts and remember the um like the heart shaped waffle maker. Mm-hmm. So I like to this day, if I ever find one of those that actually makes the good crispy waffles like we used to have. I would buy that. Like, I don't think I would care how much it costs. So those are, those are the things that I think about when I think about that first apartment. I think about sitting, like I was so particular about everything, but I remember sitting on the living room floor and Denise, like running her hand over the carpet. Sammy's my dog y'all had shed. Like there was like a layer of Sammy here on top of the carpet because I hadn't vacuumed. And I remember Denise like pointing it out and I know I wasn't nice. Like, Oh, you're right. I should clean that up. I know I was a jerk about it, but I don't remember that. But I can't I can't imagine at this point having like a layer of dog hair on my carpet. Ugh. I can't imagine that you ever there ever was a dog, a layer of dog hair. Oh no, there was it was something I forget what it was. I was like putting my foot down about not vacuuming or something. Like I was I was making a point. I remember that oh. I was a jerk. I was. It was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Wait, Brenda, you want to say well, something? No, I was just going to say, um, well, I was going to ask, and maybe maybe it was your dad, but, you know, who, because Christy said that, you know, you showed her by, you know, you just being you and giving gifts and just being an awesome person that you are. I just wondered in your life, like, who taught you that? Who did you see that? And Well, see, I don't know. My mom was always a consistent there for me she was always there no matter what um but my dad was um more conditional and he showed his love with gifts and so I think because <laughs> I think because of that I think one of my love languages is um receiving 
Mm. and gifts and it's not just gifts like if you just go get me something I'm like oh please you shouldn't have spent your money (laughs) but if it's something that you know I mean it could be you know a rock in the shape of a heart just because you thought of me and you brought it to me you Mm. know that's what um that that's what speaks my love language and so I think that's kind of why you know I love to give somebody a gift that really is for them you know not not just because it's christmas or your birthday but because it's really it speaks you i just love that it's so cool you're the best okay so lynn tell her what is your song like there's only one choice here oh (laughs) usually i tell the guests their song or brenda tells the guests their song but there's only one so what's the song um These are a few of my favorite things. I had to sing it in my head. <laughs> I knew exactly. I knew exactly what you're doing. You were going raindrops on roses. Oh. <laughs> and tell Brenda why. Because when um I don't know if it was before you got married or not, but every time that we wanted to if it, anytime somebody wanted to cry or anything, then we'd sing it in their ear. <laughs> or if you were getting emotional or whatever. And so I remember specifically when you were getting married and your the weekend you were getting married and your mom would get teary eyed and um which she used to do often. I didn't even still think does. about it. Mm-hmm. She still does. Has she always? I don't think so. I think that was a because remember, like I, I really don't think I was friends with my parents. I don't think I appreciated my parents until after I went to school. Okay. And so she'd get teary eyed and so then I'd start singing in her ear. <laughs> So that, that Lynn was even more so than my sisters-in-law, which I think is a detriment to our family, but a compliment to you. Lynn was just part of us. Like my mom and dad, she's the only friend I've ever had other than James that my parents welcomed from day one. Like I never, like I had, I was engaged before James. They never welcomed him. He was allowed to be there, but he wasn't like, it wasn't a comfortable, but Lynn she walked in and it was like, she just embraced our crazy and she was just part of it. And my dad loved her and my mom loved her. And we would, you know, when we were moved back to Houston to teach, we'd go shopping with my mom every weekend or while James and dad were fishing. Lynn was just always a part of everything. Like that's, you're just always there in the best way. Not like, Oh, you're always there, but you were always there. So Y'all were definitely my second family. And I remember my favorite grandpa story is when he, my wisdom teeth, he'd make me scrambled eggs. <laughs> yes. He loved, you. he loved you very much. So it was, well, we, I mean, I don't know, like you are such a constant in my life and it's been, it's been fun to grow up with you. It's been mm-hmm. fun to grow into the people we are, you know, because we had to we aren't the same. We aren't 21 year old girls when we're with our husbands and we're with our families and stuff like that. And so it's fun to see all the overlap in our lives. Like even though we're not in the same place, our, we're the same things are important to us um, in different ways. I keep waiting. I don't know if Noble realizes that you're on Aww. the computer. So he kind of keeps walking by. So, okay. Well, hold on. one of the friends is texting me. Oh, well, I'm just so glad to meet you, and I love that your song is that favorite things, because you are definitely one of Chrissy's favorite things, 
Like I've just loved hearing your stories and knowing you. And I don't think I've ever seen a picture. So I, I'm like, this is just, I just love that I'm finally sitting with Herlin. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I realized that we don't really take a lot of pictures together, you know? Uh-uh. Uh, and, you know, and then, so I don't think we have a lot of pictures. Mm-hmm. And so then then I, and it's just recently when my friend lost both of her parents that I have started to take so, a lot of selfies. So I'm in the picture. Yes. You know, and so I, may, I, and I tell David that, well, like when he and Dave Jackson go off on doing whatever they go do, then I'll be like, take a selfie. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and I was like, no, 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 you got to take selfie. This isn't questionable, but no. you got to be in it too. <laughs> I, I have enjoyed seeing more pictures of you, but yeah, so Lynn and I tend to, like if we're dressed up at a party or something. So, and I think that's something for another episode too, to talk about David's family because they, from day one, like Hannah was just, she was their grandkid. Like y'all were just dating and they, they were already not in Papa and, and like, they have been such a huge part of your lives. Um, and even like, they've been so good to us too. They're just good people. And there's a lot of them. And it's, they have this big old house where everybody's welcome. Everybody has a space. So I think that would be a fun thing to talk about too, is like what we want to be like mm-hmm. as in-laws because Brenda had great in-laws too. I did. I, I did. I, I do. I, I, they're still, we're still family. Mm-hmm. I mean, just even the story about David just saying, well, bring Hannah along. Like, I don't know if y'all remember growing pains, but it was one of my favorite shows because I loved Kurt Cameron, you know, um, I, I was I in middle school, I think. Yes. But <laughs> I don't, there was an episode where, um, I can't remember, uh, there was, there was a girl and she had a a kid and she called it passing the willy test like if kurt cameron like (laughs) he held the baby and played with the baby the baby's name was willie and she came into the room and she's like oh wow okay because he's you know this like really cute gorgeous looking guy and he was like (laughs) playing with willie and she's like wow you passed the willy test and so when i hear stories like that i don't know it's just crazy but i was like David passed the Willie test. Like, right. He just, I care about like already, like, come on, she can come too. Like, that is awesome. I don't know him, but that is a good person. He's just, he's a good guy. (laughs) But you know, no, hearing about about people like David give me hope because you know, I'm told you how old I was in the beginning. I don't remember if we were recording yet, so I won't repeat it, but (laughs) really how old she is. Yes. So I just find myself in a situation where, you know, whoever comes into my life, I have a 17 and a 14 year old and I just want him to say, bring them along or love them like that, you know? So that's awesome. He will. Yeah. Yeah. And if not, they will. And when they're out of the house. (laughs) Lynn, Lynn knows both sides. She knows what it's like. So it was really interesting. Cause, so you had Hannah when you had, sorry, Jackson when Hannah was a teenager, right? So mm-hmm. you had, he was, he's, did he start kindergarten after she graduated? Or, are they like that? Say that again. No. Say that he, again. Did he start kindergarten the year before she, her senior year? Or when did he start kindergarten? 
he his second year of kindergarten was her senior year because okay. they both took graduation pictures <laughs> that's what it was in that i couldn't think of what it was but yeah so you yes. have lynn has kind of lynn has experienced all the things so yeah okay y'all have and y'all have a lot in common that we're not even talking about but we're gonna i know it. i have written all the things i'm like oh. yeah, <laughs> i have you in common too what's that Y'all have, have the NICU in common too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Y'all have, okay. have a lot of common threads. Yes, I, 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 and I love those things. I love the, you know, connecting dots and we've had several people on and I'm like, oh my gosh, your person has things that, yeah, that's so cool. Just love God when he puts people in your life. Mm-hmm. It's a small world. It really is. Really is. So, well, I'm so glad to meet you. Small world um, after all. <laughs> yes. It really is. Life should be about rainbows and rainbow ceiling fans. Like, it's those little things. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Someday we'll do this again and we'll bring Denise on as the fourth person and she can tell us what bad roommates we were, really what a bad roommate I was. I, Denise, yes. graduated with Denise. Mm -hmm. Yes, Denise and I were um, the same class, 91. Mm -hmm. And because of our last names, you know, when we would go test or when we sat next to each other at graduation, like, so she and I were, love me some Denise. <laughs> <laughs> I really do, Denise, if you're ever listened to this. <laughs> we all love you, but we were not very, I was not always very lovable, and I, I will own that. Okay, well, Lynn, I love you big, and I don't know, you get like two minutes of peace and quiet before the boys come in. <laughs> I was like, I, so y'all, before we started, I asked Lynn if she had any time constraints, and she said, oh, I just, you know, basically, she had an hour and 45 minutes, and I was like, oh, we won't take that long. We kind of took that long. Sorry, Lynn. <laughs> No idea. No, this would be a two-episode arc. We'll have to look. <laughs> <laughs> you right. guys have a lot of history and a lot of story. I'm glad that you told it to us. It's awesome. It was I can't fun. Hear more. Yeah. It was fun. And it was nice to finally meet you, Brenda. So, I've seen pictures of you, but I always picture you as different. Oh, my gosh. That's Every funny. time I see you, I'm like, oh. <laughs> That's funny. Is she talking to picture her? What? She taller when you picture her? <laughs> I don't know. I think she looks like she had, I thought she had gray hair. Oh, oh, I do. I color it. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm five one this way and this way. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> are you really just five one? I really am just five one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Hannah's five one as well. And so, um, yeah, she's like way short. And so Jackson's like way tall and David and I are tall. And so the other day, I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but the other day, like a year ago, then um, Jackson, she came home from college and Jackson was like, looked her up and down and said, huh, you're a different kind of midget. <laughs> we were like, I have no idea where that came from. But That's funny. Yeah. Yep. She's short. She, I had to buy a fan pool so she could reach the fan, ceiling fans. Yeah. Thank you to the short person who invented the fan pool extension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
that'll be one of our like party zoom calls one day is like short people, like short hashtag short people problems. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yep. Yeah. I've um, never experienced it. So I don't know. I always wanted to be petite, but no. I mean, okay. So girls, I'm just going to cut us off because Casey has hot brownies and they're probably not hot anymore. <laughs> I know. I feel sorry for y'all that y'all don't have brownies. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sad. I would like some brownies, but I'd also like some Chex Mix. Ooh, that sounds good too. Also, really quick, I so love that she's Meredith and you're Yang. Like, oh, I I'm going to think of that now. We were, she was my person long before they ever said it. Because I, 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 I think there was a phone call, like, you're my person. Because that was, we watched Grey's Anatomy before, like when we still live on. Let's still watch it. I had to quit. Yeah, it's okay. Do you still watch them? I started back again, yes. Mm -hmm. I started again and then I quit again because I was explaining it to Casey. And you know what? I don't, uh, that's a whole other thing. All right, that's a whole other story. I love nice to meet you, Lynn. I hope we bye. talk again sometime. Bye, Christy. Bye, Normal bye, Bias. Bye. Bye, Martha. Bye, Stephanie. <laughs> Good night, Normal Bias friends. All right. Love you guys. Bye, y'all. Hey, y'all. Are you still watching? Are you still listening? We're so glad that you're still with us. If you want to connect online, we're at www.normalbiaspodcast.com or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. And our very favorite, if we made you a mixtape, we'd put all those songs on our Spotify playlist for you. All the things.